Hey, Dominic. Hey, Val. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing today? Yeah, very good. Very good. So this is our new podcast then? It seems like <laughs> it. It's my first time in a, in a podcast, actually. So. Are you serious? Really? Well, oh. I tried. Yeah, I tried something alone like two years ago. I recorded okay. like two episodes and I never published it. <laughs> oh, man, I feel honored now. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. very good. <laughs> This is awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is this is great. Uh, we're both working, I guess, uh, on a similar sort of stage uh, with our product. So maybe this yeah. is interesting. And then, you know, who knows? Maybe one of us goes faster at some point, And then I guess we just keep people updated, whoever wants to listen. <laughs> what, do we, what do we have to say? Should we, since it's our first episode, should we just talk a bit, I guess, what our product is, where we are, where we're going, maybe? Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you want to start? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So okay. I'm currently building uh, Tangara. So it's it's a it's an application I'm building with my wife actually, and uh, it's uh, it it already pivoted. But let's let's start from the beginning. So uh, we are talking about this uh, for a long time. So it's an app for creators to sell online courses online. So that that was the main idea. Uh, the first version I built, uh, I wanted something to to sell my course. So so yeah, that was that was that. Uh, at some point, we we realized that uh, we kind of have a an easier time uh, talking with uh, small shop owners, small store owners, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I, I've uh, I've added a couple of. Uh, Features like inventory management and product variants, so not really things that uh, people with courses would need. Mm -hmm. uh, so we uh, we will go into those two verticals for now uh, and see see what kind of uh, people we are able to uh, to grab. So it's it's like a mini Shopify, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well. It's, you know it's hard to explain what it is at this moment but uh we uh we are going to uh, to onboard uh, two uh, two people uh this week well next week actually um so yeah it's uh it's it's an e-commerce the the main idea is that it's supposed to be easier and quicker to get started for people that don't really know how to do those things so, mm -hmm. how do you sell online? You know, for for a lot of people, it it it's not very easy to to know exactly what to do. So, that's where we want to uh, to position ourselves. So, for people that that go to Shopify and don't really understand what what to do with with all those things, and might might seems complicated at first. So, I think our pricing and uh, and our application. Is you know it's it's just simpler to get started. So I guess for someone who has a, maybe a physical store and they want to get online but they don't know how, like that would be sort of the target initially. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. so that's a target plus people with with courses. So there there is still the uh, the downloadable aspect because I'm I'm still s selling my course uh, on on the platform and it's it's going well. Uh, so yeah, we we are targeted those two vertical really, and and the UI adjusts itself based on what you are selling. So you mm -hmm. are not see, you are not seeing the inventory tab, for example, when when you are selling courses, and vice versa. There, there's right. things that yeah. So 
so that's it for now. And and yeah, we we kind of we kind of like what uh, Gumroad did a couple of months ago with their pricing. So lots of uh, creators were kind of shocked because at the end of the day, if you look at their pricing, uh, the small the smaller pay more. You know, they 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 directly pay more per transaction until oh, okay. they reach a certain point. So I I think you know. <laughs> In in the current uh, current world that we live in, uh, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of tired of this this thing where rich people are uh, getting it easier. So, yeah, I had that, no that, idea they changed. Did they are they doing it percentage wise or like is it a flat yeah exactly? Price? So okay. w- when you are under uh, you know one uh, one thousand, uh, you, you pay like I don't know nine percent. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. you know from one thousand to five you know I, I'm not remembering exactly but and let's then it say drops maybe I guess. yeah exactly so let's say one k to five k you you are at seven point five and uh, you know ten thousand to one hundred thousand you are paying like I don't know five percent uh, okay. so yeah yeah like Substack I guess but Substack is maybe more flat across the board I really don't know I should yeah know yeah I'm not sure we 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 decided to go with. Two percent for everyone plus mm-hmm. the stripe fees. So, so that's it. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I guess the the sales part I'm curious about. Like, since these people are maybe not online, like, how do you get to them? You know, that's something that could be interesting. Yeah, we we are going to focus on uh, on the Quebec market, which is a French market in in Canada. So my wife is going to uh, to do the the marketing and the reaching out and. So, so we are still not really sure which you know what exactly the the customer persona is, but uh, yes. that that's what we will be uh, be finding. So she she was supposed to start uh, uh, two three weeks ago, but uh, yeah, for some reason uh, the places where she was working uh, kind of asked her to stay a little bit longer. So mm-hmm. she starts next Monday, and I'm very excited about nice. that. So it, yeah, it will be the first time that we uh, we will join forces on uh, on the product. So, and I mean, just just thinking that I, I will I will still do marketing and, and and you know things like that, support and whatnot. But uh, just the fact to have someone else, I mean, and it's my wife, so I, it's, yeah. it's 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 easier. And you guys, you you both can build, right? You uh, both code. Is that, is that right? No, 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 no. She, she, she's just doing uh, marketing and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, support. Wow, that's a, yeah. that's a great sort of, uh, you have a co-founder. I mean, great match. You know, you're the coder and you have a co-founder who's marketing. That's incredible. Like, I wish I had somebody, you know. Um, I think it, it's much easier, honestly, when you have somebody. So, oh, absolutely. You, you yeah, know, hopefully, for example, hopefully it works out. Yeah, <laughs> <it> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, you know, I, I told you last week when we spoke before starting this podcast, like I, my wife has a business. She sells, she has like a gift store type of thing. And uh, she's had it for like 10 years. She does quite well. And uh, I, something happened where I had to help her out. And like immediately we found out like we're not a great match working together. And that lasted like maybe like two days. And then I said, you know, like, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> and we just stopped because it was like our views about business, about how to do things. Like I'm a little bit more organized and she's like not. And that would just piss me off like on a daily basis. So I sure. said, you know what? We just, you know, we, we should stop this. So yeah. 
You, you know, the, um, the funniest thing is, since you told me that story, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about that a little <laughs> bit. So <laughs> let's see. Let's see next week how, how it will. Yeah, well, the thing the thing with uh, my situation was like I, I had my own thing going on. It was sort of like a help. So my way out was easier. You know, I wasn't like committed and saying like, let's work together. It was just I was trying to help her out, but just, you know, helping her out on that part of her business. It was very hard, like working with my wife and like seeing how she does things. And I'm like, you know what? We should just be married. <laughs> That's probably better. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do this again. <laughs> So, yeah, but uh, completely different. Like, she, she has, like, a gift store. I have, like, coding and, and products. It's, like, so out right. there. So, yeah, man, that sounds awesome. It sounds really cool, you know. Um, yeah, the product is ready, right? It can be used yeah. today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a li- little cool. bit rough uh, mm-hmm. around the edges, of course. But, but yeah, it's, it's working. It's processing mm-hmm. transaction. And yeah. Very nice. That is really cool. I like that bit, you know. Like, I, um, I'm... Maybe at some point I will start probably competing with Substack and like Ghost and like, you know, paid memberships and stuff. And I will charge, I think, a flat fee. I haven't planned on taking a percentage. And you're not charging a flat fee at all, right? No. Like you're just doing, yeah. That is a very interesting model. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we we do. We we make money when when our customers make money. Right. When they have a transaction, yeah. Yeah, very. And will there be like a marketplace where you showcase like your best? Um, no, no, no. It's it's not thing, it's yeah. not it's not a Netsy or things like that. Right. It's it's, yeah. it's just it's just a storefront with mm-hmm. with transactions. Yeah. That is really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Man. Very nice. Cool. And what about you? Yeah. So um, I have Blockstatic, which is a tool to help people start their blog. Uh, they can go on. Uh, register, pick a theme. There's currently two themes only. One is more sort of personal blog and the other one is like more businessy type of thing. And the idea behind it is to help new bloggers start a blog easier so they don't have to um, use WordPress or uh, even Ghost. Uh, Ghost has like all these bunch of different things that they're running right now. So I'm trying to make things simpler. But uh, as I'm growing it more and more, like I find people wanting some of the features that they have. And at some point, I think I will have to go that way. Uh, so people want memberships, like they want to charge people for the content they're delivering and have like logins and registrations and maybe like tiers to charge people. So I, I'm already charging uh, for it. It's a flat yearly price of $39 uh, dollars per year. And the pricing will probably be uh, with limits on visits. So, you know, you can have like multiple blogs, as many as you want, but you'll probably be limited with the number of visits that you can serve. So the bigger you are, the higher the payment plan, that sort of thing. Uh, I don't plan at this point to uh, take percentage if they're making... um, uh, if they're charging their readers, uh, probably just help them hook up their Stripe account, and that's it. They can make as much as they want, as long as they pay the uh, yearly fee or the monthly fee. Like they're they're fine to use Blockstatic. Um, I come from uh, a service business even before selling Claritask the, earlier this year. I built websites for a living, so that was something that I always wanted. 
I love CMSs. I always wanted to have like a, a CMS that I wanted to build. Um, and then when I got really tired of Clarity Task before even selling it, I started dabbling with Blockstatic a bit. And then when I sold Clarity Task, uh, it was very clear what I want to do next. So um, I've been doing it since March or April, sort of on and off. And then this September, I, I started focusing, this August, September, I started focusing it completely on it. And uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Like the, uh, you talked about personas earlier. I still don't have like a, one set of repeating customer that is uh, signing up. Uh, there's all kinds of people. Like there are businesses, there are uh, content marketers, there are people who are just using it as a journal. Uh, they probably never want to make money out of it. Uh, they're just writing stuff. So, I mean, for me, I, I would love it if uh, if more businesses, uh, sort of, I want to go down the business route where uh, business manages their blog and they have multiple users that they are writing and making notes um, and publishing on Blockstatic. So for their company blog, they're using Blockstatic. Like that would be the ideal sort of um, thing to happen. But I'm not limiting, honestly. I'm just sort of observing who's using it, who's paying for it. And then when I start seeing a pattern, probably will double down for some time on that on that area. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, so far nice. it's been fun. It's been a really good time running it. And now that it's, I have payments already. That's like like an added bon bonus. Like it's very motivating to continue. Yeah, I'm not anywhere close to you know making a profit or even paying the expenses. But it's cool to see like people paying so far. Uh, and, uh, and it's people that I don't know. This is the interesting part. So that's like uh, a tiny validation. It's people that I've never met. They found it through Twitter or SEO that I'm investing a lot in right now. So that's really cool. That's a, that's a good bit that I'd never had with my other products. Like other products, I have to really push a lot. Yeah. Like beg people to use it, you know. This one is kind of going, going a, little bit, a little bit better. Uh, but I'm investing in it honestly. Like I'm, it's not that I'm not doing much. I'm, I'm investing on SEO. I did some Google paid ads, uh, and uh, yeah, marketing do a you, lot of marketing. Do you think the market? Uh, you know, we we hear Justin Jackson talk about that a lot. Yeah. Do you do you think the market plays a, a huge role in in you know the fact that it it seems to be more easier for you than? Clarita? Yeah, I, I I agree with Justin's view. You know, like sort of going after a market that is growing. I mean, blogging has been around forever. Um, some people think it's dying. Some people are just starting to blog. Uh, I mean, I see from Blogstatic, people are signing up, using it. So it's nice to see that. But I definitely think that, you know, it's good to get in a market that it's growing right now. Like, you know, a lot of people are having podcasts, like we're starting one right now. Yeah. Uh, so podcasting, I think it's a, it's a good market right now. Um, to do all kinds of things with it, you know, even like basic as hosting as as transistor is, you know. I uh, don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I can agree because I, I just saw a post this morning from that same good old Justin Jackson. Okay. He, he, he was saying like, well, it's it's hard on the internet to to exactly knows what what the tone of a tweet is, but my my interpretation is. Uh, it was kind of comparing the the podcast industry with, let's say, email marketing. So he was kind mm -hmm. of comparing uh, uh, 
Libsyn uh, on on the podcast uh, hosting, which which is the you know the major player in there, which was you know seems to, they are see they are making like twenty five millions in ROR, mm-hmm. and they do own like let's say twelve percent of the market compared to ConvertKit, which you know they are doing. 29 uh, million in ARR and they own like 0.3% of the market so i mean it's uh i don't, i don't know i i it seems to be growing the podcast industry but i think i think there is a kind of a low ceiling in fact i think i saw that on a mega maker actually i saw the tweet i didn't see it on twitter i know the one you're talking about um Oh, am I am I am I in trouble for saying something that No, I no, no. No, <laughs> I just I was I wanted to look at the numbers and you know like email email is such a huge market, like such yeah. a huge field, you know, like with Com- ConvertKit not even having 1%. Uh ConvertKit, so ConvertKit has a third third of a percent and its ARR is 29 million and then Lipsyn's ARR is 25 million, but he owns about 12% of the market. So yeah, like definitely it's it's smaller. For a lot, uh, are yeah. you are you saying that you don't agree with uh, I, like the well, market I, is important or no 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 I, I'm not agreeing in uh, in thinking that the podcast market is 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 a it's growing but I don't think it's huge because there mm-hmm. seems to be uh, there seems to be a lot of competitor that that appears in, in the last yeah. you know couple of years uh, especially uh, you know th- this is something I, I told Justin at some point because. At Leadfuse, uh, when Justin McGill was doing uh, his podcast and he was open about the uh, the MR that we were we were making, it was incredible the amount of small players that popped just just by mentioning, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we are at 10 k MRR and and now boom, the, you know, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's a it's a double edged sword uh, to mention the, yeah. the MRR in, in those podcasts, but. That's another story, I guess. But my my mm-hmm. point was, yeah, I I think I think you you might have a, a little bit easier time because the the blog market is not necessarily bigger than the project mm-hmm. management, but maybe maybe uh, I I think there is a return uh, for for bloggers. I'm seeing that uh, in the last couple. That's of years. what I feel. Uh, that's what I feel, honestly. Uh, I mean, even from the organic re- uh, registrations I'm getting, uh, they're very there's a pattern like the the amount I'm getting on daily basis uh, the people that I don't know it's not like my network or anything like that's a good sign so far yeah. how big it is I have no idea uh, one thing that is happening also is that a lot of people want to make money somehow yeah. on the internet like there's a big creator economy so I think any product that you create around the creator economy I think there's a good shot that you know um, you might succeed the downside of it I, I feel is that it's it's sort of a B2C in a way, and B2C is very flaky, you know, like you might have a client for a couple of months, and then after the few months, like they might not pay anymore. Whereas a business, like businesses are more stable, like, you know, that's what I like about B2B because they remain for longer a client. So this is one bit about block static that sort of makes me feel like sometimes like, hmm, I'm, I'm sort of in a B2C market. Even though like people are paying, like I'm getting repeated sort of payments and they're starting to become predictable. But still it's like a worry, like, you know, like I want to see like when when I have a good amount of payments to see like how many of them stay and yeah. 
how many flake away and I don't know. I mean, I honestly don't know at this point. Uh, I'm curious to find out. Hopefully, hopefully my curiosity will be rewarded with sort of a good news <laughs> rather than a sure. bad one. Well, so. may- maybe when you when you start enabling them to make money with with their content, they mm-hmm. they become like more prosumer than than you know B two C. I think. Yeah, um. yeah. Uh, having payments and uh, one tough area which I would love to enter is you know like I mentioned before the business sort of blogging. Like businesses running their blog on Blockstatic. Like they have their website, their marketing website, but sort of me offering them uh, a platform where they can have their writers on, they can, you know, collaborate together, etc. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's far into the future, and I don't know if I'll ever, right. ever make that. I just want to observe how my users are responding and then deliver them, you know, what they need most. Uh, because it's hard as a solo maker, you know. Like doing the writing for SEO and, you know, taking Udemy courses for Google Ads and then coding and, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Sure. sure. And so. and the, the uncertainty of not really knowing if if what you are currently doing is the right, you know, the right thing you should mm-hmm. be doing, it's, yeah. it's sometimes uh, difficult. Yeah. Do you mean as like as a product or like inside the product? Like what you're doing inside the product or overall? Well, I think both. <laughs> I, yeah, I, think, okay. I think both. So yeah, it's, it's difficult to, you know, let, yeah. let's say you start your day and, oh, damn, what, what I'm going to do today. So I, I mean, is yeah. it because that, 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 that's something I'm, I'm struggling, struggling at the moment. I don't want to go too far with, with the features and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, but on the other hand, uh, it's hard to attract uh, people and say, well, let's, you know, let's come here and, and try this this e-commerce platform or this uh, this storefront mm-hmm. or whatever whatever what it is. But if if you're not really competitive yet, it's it's pretty hard. Um, so yeah, so that's you know, yeah, that, if you don't have the features, right? Yeah. Yeah, but but on the other hand, if you go too far, that that's something I I, I did you know so often. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go too far, then it, it's already too complicated for for a new customer to jump in and. And now that is true, yeah. Um, I th- I think uh, having a good solid product and then stopping at some point and then marketing it a lot, yes. I think that that could work, you know, because I see some people market their products way too early, and right now the competition is like the bar is much higher because people are like people are expecting your MVP to be good, you know, they they don't want it to break, like if yeah. If somebody's pitching me or you a new podcast recorder, if we're using it, like it has to work. It cannot be like half working, you know, because we might lose the entire show. Yeah. So I think the bar is higher. Um, and that's what I did with Blockstatic, you know, like just brought it to a point where I felt okay about it. And then I, I started marketing. And now like I'm feeling that, what you said, you know, like I want to add this other feature, but I should really write about this, you know, like some blogs for SEO purposes so people can find me. Uh, but I really need this feature because it would be, you know, it'd be better like categories, like people want categories and I don't have them yet. You know, like I really should build that. Um, you know, this is where a co-founder like comes, comes handy, you know, like having somebody who sells it and then you build it or vice versa, you know? Uh, yeah. It would be really nice. So I'm really excited about you, man, having a having your wife wife as a co-founder, and hopefully, oh, sure. you know, uh, there's enough. I think, 
I think for any relationship, like business relationship to work, I think what makes it work is the success of the product. Uh, you know, if there are people who want the product, like it's more exciting. Uh, and I think, yep. you know, it goes further like that. If you have a struggling product or a struggling business, like I've had businesses where I was working with someone and it just didn't go, like no matter how good of a fit you are together, if people don't want it, it's like, it's everybody's fault, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> that, I, I think, I, you know, maybe that's exaggeration, but that's sort of how I feel about partnerships. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, Par partnership is very, very hard. I mean, it's yeah. a, yeah, it's a complete topic in itself because I mean, yeah. And and one one thing I do like is that we are taking a walk each day, and mm -hmm. this is where this is where we will be doing those those uh, you know pesky yes. meetings and and whatnot. So, uh, I mean, we are saving so much time not not having to do that uh, elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So yeah, small. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, awesome, man. So um, so maybe we we should uh, tell listeners a bit about the podcast. So we decided to do a biweekly recording. Um, just so we don't get overwhelmed with recording every week and then missing out on weeks yep. and uh, keeping it 30 to 40 minutes tops, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, what are we? Oh, we're at 25 minutes. Yeah. So um, should we maybe the end of it, just talk about what's next for us? Yeah, I think, I think that, that could be, could be okay. fine. Yeah. I guess I could go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm launching categories, which I just mentioned. <laughs> I took the whole week. I wrote some SEO stuff, and uh, uh, I, I'm all, almost uh, ready to, uh, to launch categories, which will be on Monday. It's ready, but today is Friday that we're recording this podcast, and if anything happens, I don't want to spend my weekend coding, so I'm going to push it for Monday. Uh, that's sort of a big feature because a lot of people wanted it. Um, so I'm going to promote it on Twitter, write a blog probably about it, and then continue doing more SEO. Uh, also, I've hired a couple of weeks ago this SEO expert who's going to help me with some landing pages. And I'm meeting with her on Monday where she's going to show me everything that I need to write about for those landing pages. And I'm really excited about that because SEO is proving to be sort of like almost like a fishing with dynamite honestly like i wish i did it way earlier so yeah that's my week ahead nice will will this uh, this change require you to uh to not have static files anymore so yeah uh and the categories bit is uh is getting things trickier in the static side of things not in the sense that it cannot be done but um i think the so over sort of the opportunity cost of having static static files is becoming a burden in a way mm -hmm. because if a blog has so many pages let's say somebody has a blog with 100 pages which is not the case yet in blog static there are new blogs all of them so let's say somebody has 100 posts and maybe they have like three categories and those posts maybe are like most of them are categorized when you recreate a category like you have to recreate the post belonging to that landing page of that category right. so when somebody hits a button publish i sort of have to figure out in the back that all the category pages that i have to recreate and then maybe like you know all of them sometimes have to be recreated because the user changed maybe the name of category and then you have to repeat it on every page you know so 
I did some benchmarking with like having static files and then running normally like dynamic cached files. And there's really not a lot. Sometimes the cached one is is much better. Um, but then, you know, if I get rid of that feature, like do I change the name of the product? You know, <laughs> that's a tricky part that I have to figure out. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was a good question. Yeah, for sure. Nice. So, yeah, what's up uh, with you in the next two weeks, I guess? Not oh, yeah. Next, next week, week, yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm currently finishing this uh, this yeah in inventory management for product variants. So let's say you have a product with size and colors and uh, you want to manage the inventory. It, se it seems to be uh, simple on the surface, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty interesting problem to solve. Uh, so I'm, do I'm doing that and we, uh, yeah, we, we will uh, onboard to, uh, to store. Uh, so those are people we know, so mm -hmm. might not count as a real customer yet, but still, I mean, uh, there will be, you know, there will now be three stores selling on, on the platform in the, in the following weeks. So, uh, that's, that's a start, I think. So we hope to, to hear from, uh, from those, you know, those people that we know. So, uh, the, the onboarding will be extremely, you know, end holding and whatnot, uh, trying to see, you know, where things are not clear and where things could be improved mm -hmm. from the onboarding point of view. So this is where we are at the moment, trying to gather as much information as we can. Uh, and from there, it will be, you know, making making the onboarding a little bit easier. One cool thing I like about your onboarding and your pricing especially is that you don't have to ask them about the payment. Yeah. Like they will pay once they sell. Exactly. They and that's their Stripe really cool, account. you know? Yeah. You don't have to have the awkward sort of like, hey, so when do you think you should pay? You know, like, do yeah. I send you the, you know? It was not like that at first. Yeah. Uh, at first we had three tiers. And mm -hmm. at some point I, I told my wife, you know what, let's, let's have this extremely easy for now. Mm -hmm. And let's see. Let's see what happens. I think it will be easier to grab, you know, more, maybe, uh, maybe sm smaller, smaller uh, creators that... I don't know. They 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 might they might find this more respect respectful of their mm -hmm. of their revenue. I think for now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you can always change it down the line when you have like hundreds of clients and you're figuring it out what works. Yeah. Um. You know, like instead of having plans right away and then sort of blocking yourself, you know, like in the beginning. Yeah. Um. Like as long as somebody's paying something, like that's really cool. Uh. Initially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I, I don't think we, we have enough uh, at this moment to charge anyway for a for a re recurring fee. So, um, because I mean, competitor are uh, competitors in that space are kind of uh, difficult to uh, to circumvent. Shopify, uh, you know, they do have the name, they do have the brand and whatnot, but I don't think they appeal to everyone at the moment. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge market. The the e-commerce uh, market is, is extremely big. Yeah, so, it's pretty cool. And with holidays coming up, maybe that's good too. Um, yeah, uh, that that's one know, thing my 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 wife is uh, was mentioning. Uh, she she thinks that you know you know it it will probably be like spikes <laughs> during the since we don't have uh, monthly recurring revenue. So mm -hmm. we you know we will we will ride the waves of uh, our customers. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, you, if you keep this pricing, like, you, you won't have MRR. 
you nope. will have less revenue, you know, like a regular sort of business. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Awesome, man. Um, so should we maybe stop here? Yeah, um, I, think, I think it's fine. At our 30-minute sort of mark? Sure. Awesome. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. See you in uh, two weeks. See you.